This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. On the line with us right now is Christina Van Gyne, who's the Ontario Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Uh, Christina, thanks for being on the show today, or Christina, uh, rather, uh, I appreciate you being here because this uh, piece that you wrote and put in the uh, Toronto Sun, it's pretty interesting. It's titled Tax-Free Cigarettes Aiding to Ontario's Contraband Problem. We all know that there is a big problem when uh, taxes are raised on cigarettes. People tend to go and buy them elsewhere illegally. And uh, you you have uh, some interesting insight on this. Would you like to share? Yeah, absolutely. So we did an update to a report we'd done a few years ago that looks into um, the allocation system whereby the Ontario government sends unmarked and tax-free tobacco to First Nations Reserve. And what we found was the current formula sends so much allocation tobacco to these reserves that there are basically about 313 million cigarettes more sent to reserves than can be legally smoked or consumed. For them to be legally consumed, everyone over 15 on the reserve who's a uh, a smoker would have to be smoking 61 cigarettes a day. Wow. And so you obtain these documents that actually this is uh, information that you requested. And so the, is the government unaware of the fact that they're sending out a surplus of uh, cigarettes to the reserves? They're absolutely aware. We've done, we did this report a few years ago. This is an update to the same report, which had the same conclusion. And the conclusion is that about a billion dollars, just over a billion dollars in um, in on uh, collected taxes is is being wasted. So over over nine over the past eight years, that's around nine point two billion dollars in foregone tax revenue to the government. Meanwhile, uh, the taxes on on tobacco for for people who obey the law and buy their their tobacco legally, uh, they see their rates going up while uh, the government continues to send millions of tax-free unmarked cigarettes to First Nations Reserves. And then uh, there are people selling these uh, illegally to people that are not status, uh, native status. Yeah, so in order to get tax-free cigarettes, you need to be a status Indian. It's part of our agreement with First Nations. But look, I lay the blame for this at the feet of the of the government. It's hard to blame smokers who want cheaper cigarettes from going to reserves and, and buying them. And it's hard to blame uh, First Nations people who want to run a business on the reserve selling these cigarettes where there's a willing market. The people who I blame are the government, who knows that they're sending millions more cigarettes than can be legally sold or consumed, and who are knowingly fueling a black market in these cigarettes and effectively uh, helping organized crime to go and, and buy these cigarettes and then, you know, put them in the trunk of their car, sell them across Ontario um, without health warnings and without any ID checks. So have, what the government needs to do is reduce the amount of allocation tobacco that is sent to First Nations Reserves. Have you asked them uh, and have they responded to you as to why they have such a surplus heading out to the reserves as far as cigarettes go? Uh, they haven't responded. They do have a a uh, working group or a committee that is looking into this. They've been looking into this for a little while about how the allocation system in Ontario works. But meanwhile, the government in January announced a whole new department of the OPP to deal with contraband cigarettes. So, yeah, they're they're basically with enforcement, which, of course, is one piece of the puzzle. Uh, they are they are effectively throwing though good good money after bad. They know that they're sending too much tobacco to First Nations, and then they're spending more money enforcing the law when they know they are the ones fueling the black market. 
Right. It's like cooking too much at dinner, knowing that you have leftovers, but nobody's going to eat the leftovers, but you don't want what you made to go to waste. So you're going to have to get rid of it somehow. Yeah. I mean, what the government should do is effectively, if they could just cut in half the amount of allocation tobacco that's sent to these reserves, uh, because we know at a minimum 47% of all sales uh, made on reserves are, are illegal, made illegally to people who aren't status Indians. Well, so when you're go- driving through one of those reserves, and right. you see the sign that says tax-free smokes or no tax on cigarettes. Uh, basically, the signs might as well read tax evasion or black market cigarettes. Why are the numbers of uh, cigarettes per uh, people living on the re- reserve so out of whack? Have people moved away? Have wh- what is? Why would the numbers be so out of whack? Or have they always been too high? They've they've really always been too high. Basically, there's a formula and a pretty complicated formula set out in the regulations um, dealing dealing with this system. And we think that the the formula needs to be amended because for years it's basically always it's been sending too much allocation tobacco to these reserves. I mean, we know that people aren't smoking 61 cigarettes a day, uh, even taking into account higher smoking rates Mm -hmm. amongst First Nations. We know that they are not doing that. And we know absolutely people are driving to reserves and buying these cheap cigarettes. It's interesting that a government who's always, you know, supporting smoke-free Ontario would be sending a lot of cigarettes to reserves. Yeah, of course. I mean, we, we don't have, we don't take issue with First Nations legal entitlement through treaties to tobacco, to tax-free tobacco for uh, historic reasons and for t- traditional use. But but that's a special rule that applies to First Nations. It doesn't apply mm-hmm. to people who are not status Indians, who don't live on reserves, who um, just want cigarettes because they're smokers and they, they don't want to pay the tax. Sure. I mean, I don't want to pay my income tax, but I do it because that's the law. Uh, if I, if the, the problem is when you have... Um, a, a, a glut of cigarettes that's easily available to people, and then to buy legal tobacco, you put the the tax levels to almost punitive levels. You're you have a series of policies that are driving people to evade taxes, and also at the same time they're evading these health warnings that are on um, on other tobacco that that we would buy at a convenience yeah. store. Uh, but the government has determined it's so important to us. So uh, if, if it's really that important, they'd reduce the, the allocation tobacco, mm-hmm. and they would probably reduce taxes on legally sold tobacco to less punitive levels because we know it fuels the black market. I appreciate you uh, doing all this digging and sharing the information with us. We'll definitely be doing some talking uh, in the next segment on this and give uh, AM640 listeners a chance to weigh in on how they feel about this, Christine. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers. Christine Van Gein, the Ontario Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. The AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.